Welcome to Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's Word, your daily dose of the bread of life. Today is September 14th, and I'm your host, Sophia Gill. We will be reading from the Amazing Facts Bible Reading Plan at amazingfacts.org, search Bible Reading Plan. The link is also provided below as well. Each month's readings are based on the first 25 days of each month, which means that there are a number of free days so that you can catch up if you ever fall behind. This should make reaching your goal of reading the Bible through in a year very possible. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Let's open in prayer as we read God's Word. Lord God, I just wanted to say thank you so much for this opportunity to read the Bible. I pray that you may speak to me and speak to whoever is listening right now. Um, and thank you so much for your love, Lord. I pray that you bless this this podcast and for your salvation, Lord. I pray all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. We will be reading today from the New King James Version. We will be reading Isaiah's chapters 37 to 39, Proverbs chapter 25, verses 1 to 14, Luke chapter 23, verses 1 to 12, and Hebrews chapter 8, verses 7 to 13. So if you will please turn with me to Isaiah chapter 37. Isaiah assures deliverance. And so it was when King Hezekiah heard it that he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. Then he sent Elakiam, who was over the household, Shebna the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos. And they said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy, for the children have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. It may be that the Lord your God will hear the words of the Rabshakeh, whom his master the king of Assyria has sent to reproach the living God, and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah, and Isaiah said to them, Thus you shall say to your master, Thus says the Lord, Do not be afraid of the words which you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Surely I will send a spirit upon him, and he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. Sennacherib's Threat and Hezekiah's Prayer Then, the Rabshakeh returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Libna, for he heard that he had departed from Lachish, and the king heard concerning Terhaka, king of Ethiopia. He has come out to make war with you. So when he heard it, he sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Thus you shall speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Do not let your God in whom you trust deceive you, saying, Jerusalem shall not be given into the hands of the king of Assyria, Look, you've heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands by utterly destroying them, and shall you be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered those whom my fathers have destroyed, Gozan and Haran and Rezeph and the people of Eden who were in Telassar? Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Arpad, and the king of the city of Sepharvaim, Hena and Eva? And Hezekiah received a letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Then Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, saying, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, the one who dwells between the cherubim, you are God, 
you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see, and hear all the words of the Sennacherib, which he has sent to reproach the living God. Truly, Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste all the nations in their lands, and have, cost, and have cast their gods into the fire, for they were not gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you are the Lord, you alone. The word of the Lord concerning Sennacherib. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent to Hezekiah, saying, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Because you have prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Assyria, this is the word which the Lord has spoken concerning him. The virgin, the daughter of Zion, has despised you, laughed you to scorn. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head behind your back. Whom have you reproached and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted up your eyes on high? Against the Holy One of Israel. By your servants you have reproached the Lord and said, By the multitude of my chariots I have come up to the height of the mountains. To the limits of Lebanon I will cut down its tall cheddars and its choice cypress trees, I will enter its farthest height to its fruitful forest. I have dug and drunk water, and with the soles of my feet I have dried up all the brooks of defense. Did you not hear long ago how I made it from ancient times that I formed it? Now I have brought it to pass, that you should be for crushing fortified cities into heaps of ruins. Therefore their inhabitants had little power. They were dismayed and confounded. They were as the grass of the field and the green herb, as the grass on the housetops, and grain blighted before it is grown. But I know your dwelling place. You are going out and you're coming in, and your rage against me, because your rage against me and your tumult have come up to my ears. Therefore I will put my hook in your nose and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back by the way which you came. This shall be a sign to you. You shall eat this year such as grows of itself, and the second year what springs from the same, also in the third year sow and reap. Plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them, and the remnant who have escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward, for out of Jerusalem shall go a remnant, and those who escape from Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, will do this. Therefore thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, He shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield, nor build a siege mound against it. By the way that he came, by the same he shall return, and he shall not come into the city, says the Lord. For I will defend the city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Son of Cherub's defeat and death. Then the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp of the Assyrians 185,000. And when people arose early in the morning, there were the corpses, all dead. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and went away, returned home, and remained at Nineveh. Now it came to pass, as he was worshipping in the house of Nisroch's god, that his sons Adramelech and Sherezer struck him down with the sword, and they escaped into the land of Ararat. Then Esarhaddon, his son, reigned in his place. Let's move on to chapter 38. Hezekiah's life is extended. 
In those days Hezekiah was sick and near death. And as Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, saying, Go and tell Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, surely I will add to your days fifteen years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. And this is the sign to you from the Lord, that the Lord will do this thing which he has spoken. Behold, I will bring the shadow on the sundial, which has gone down with the sun on the sundial of Ahaz, ten degrees backward. So the sun returned ten degrees on the dial by which it had gone down. This is the writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, when he had been sick and had recovered from his sickness. I said, In the prime of my life, I shall go to the gates of Sheol. I am deprived of the remainder for my years. I said, I shall not see Yah, the Lord in the land of the living. I shall observe man no more among the inhabitants of the world. My lifespan is gone, taken from me like a shepherd's tent. I have cut off my life like a weaver. He cuts me off from the loom. From day until night you make an end of me. I have considered until morning. Like a lion, so he breaks all my bones. From day until night you make an end of me. Like a crane or a swallow, so I chattered. I mourned like a dove. My eyes fail from looking upward. O Lord, I am oppressed. Undertake for me. What shall I say? He has both spoken to me, and he himself has done it. I shall walk carefully all my years in the bitterness of my soul. O Lord, by these things men live, and in all these things is the life of my spirit, so you will restore me and make me live. Indeed, it was for my own peace that I had great bitterness, but you have lovingly delivered my soul from the pit of corruption. For you have cast all my sins behind your back, for Sheol cannot thank you, death cannot praise you. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your truth. The living, the living man, he shall praise you, as I do this day. The Father shall make you known your truth to the children. The Lord was ready to save me. Therefore, we will sing my songs with stringed instruments all the days of our life in the house of the Lord. Now Isaiah had said, Let them take a lump of figs and apply it as a poultice on the boil, and he shall recover. And Hezekiah had said, What is the sign that I shall go up to the house of the Lord? Let's flip over to Isaiah chapter 39, the Babylonian envoys. At that time, Merodach Baladan, the son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent letters and a present to Hezekiah, for he heard that he had been sick and had recovered. And Hezekiah was pleased with them and showed them the house of his treasures, the silver and gold, the spices and precious ointment, and all his armory all that was found among his treasures. There was nothing in his house or in all his dominion that Hezekiah did not show them. Then Isaiah the prophet went to King Hezekiah and said to him, What did these men say, and from where did they come to you? So Hezekiah said, They came to me from a far country, from Babylon. And he said, What have they seen in your house? So Hezekiah answered, They have seen all that is in my house. There is nothing among my treasures that I have not shown them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. 
Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house and what your fathers have accumulated until this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, says the Lord, and they shall take away some of your sons who will descend from you, whom you will beget, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. So Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of the Lord which you have spoken is good, for he said, At least there will be peace and truth in my days. All right, so let's turn now to Proverbs chapter 25, verses 1 to 14. These also are Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. As the heavens for height and the earth for depth, so the heart of kings is unsearchable. Take away the dross from silver, and it will go to the silversmith for jewelry. Take away the wicked from before the king, and his throne will be established in righteousness. Do not exalt yourself in the presence of the king, and do not stand in the place of the great. For it is better that he say to you, Come up here, than that you should be put lower in the presence of the prince, whom your eyes have seen. Do not go hastily to court, for what will you do in the end? When your neighbor has put you to shame, debate your case with your neighbor and do not disclose the secret to another, lest he who hears it exposes your shame and your reputation be ruined. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and settings of silver, like an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold is a wise rebuker to an obedient ear, like the cold of snow in the time of harvest is a faithful messenger to those who send him. For he refreshes the soul of his masters. Whoever falsely boasts of giving is like clouds and wind without rain. Let's turn next to Luke chapter 23, verses 1 to 12. Jesus handed over to Pontius Pilate. Then the whole multitude of them arose and led him to Pilate, and they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ, a king. Then Pilate asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him and said, It is as you say. So Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowd, I have no fault in this man. But they were the more forced, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee to this place. When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked if the man were a Galilean, and as soon as he knew that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. Now when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceedingly glad, for he had desired for a long time to see him, because he had heard many things about him, and he hoped to see some miracle done by him. Then he questioned him with many words, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Then Herod, with his men of war, treated him with content and mocked him, arrayed himself in a glorious robe, and sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Pilate and Herod became friends with each other, for previously they had been at enmity with each other. And last but certainly not least, let's read Hebrews chapter 8, verses 7 to 13. A new covenant... For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. 
because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant, and I disregarded them, says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. None of them shall teach his neighbor and none his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. In that, he says, a new covenant he has made the first obsolete. Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. This ends our reading of God's word for today. Let's close in prayer and thank him for his word. Father God, I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity to read your word peacefully and to just learn about it and delve into it. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord. And I pray that you continue to just be in our lives and in, in our everyday lives. So I pray all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that today's reading of God's word was a blessing to you. Our prayer is that the Lord will continue to bless you with wisdom and understanding, both in spiritual as well as temporal matters in your everyday life. If you would like special prayer, please email us at afy at amazingfacts.org or join any of our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Amazing Facts Youth and message us there with your prayer requests. If you would like to join us for our weekly global prayer meetings called Hey Let's Pray every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST on Zoom, email, email us requesting the meeting ID and the password, or you can visit our social media pages asking for the meeting ID and password as well. Thank you again for joining us. And now as we go, let's enjoy the following music so that you can continue to reflect on God's word from today. We look forward to being with you again tomorrow here at Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's word, your daily dose of the bread of life. This is your host, Sophia Gill from Tennessee, signing off until tomorrow. And remember, you are extraordinary and you are a treasure.